Turn to the little rundown ship on the backdrop of nothing flying over Orion's junk belt, making your way towards the long range launcher. Each of you a little tired, a little battered from the fight so far, but with the renewed hope of your next destination in sight. A few more minutes pass as you guys arrive at the facility, huge and staggering, like three Costco's stacked on each other. Overhead, you can see every ship under the sun and moon and every sun and moon. You see nautiloid ships, you see night spiders, you see squid ships and turtle ships. Every size and shape possible from small to large to gargantuan. Most of these ships are most definitely bigger than your guys's. The Shrike ship is decently small in comparison, uh, about 60 feet long. Some of these double, triple the length and width. You guys see the zone down in front. Uh, marked with magic words over uh, over the parking spots, parking spots, air quotes, that says, check in here. I can't read it, so somebody else do something. Ah, <laughs> uh, directive. Okay, so we're going to place ourselves over here in the uh, pocket area. Mm-hmm. Going to pull in our ship, the docking area, that's right. The is, docking nobody, area. is nobody else concerned that we have seen both uh, Nautiloids and night spiders, both of which only flown by typically evil creatures. Yeah. No, nobody cares. All right, I on. mean, this is sort of a neutral space, sort of a uh, it's a, a generally agreed upon thing that you don't mess with anybody uh, in these sectors. Outside, there's uh, more uh, less restricted areas where, in open space. You know, whatever happens, happens. But in more collected areas, uh, making a move like that would be uh, suicidal. I mean, there's many, many ships here. Very true. Under the protection of the Astral Alliance and neutral zones, it'd be (laughs) foolhardy. Well, why on earth are all of these people trying to head into a black hole, then? What's so special about this? Oh, no worries. They're all going to probably different places. It's not like just the black hole. That's a little reductive. Let me break this down for you. In uh, in black holes, there are these things called flutes. Uh, these flutes are sort of like... As you're about to launch into all this, yep. a little fairy comes up. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How can I help you today? Hello. Uh, Hello. My, uh, a sylvan creature. Hello, yes. Welcome aboard, I Hello, guess. Hello, yes. I'm just here to navigate, see if you guys have any questions. Uh, register your ship and get it in line while you're checking inside. Oh, yeah. Well, we are going to uh, Fourport uh, with our vessel, the... Uh, why do we don't really have a name for our uh, vessel? Uh, What's that, Healer? What was that, Healer? Healer, did you say something? The friendship. Nope, Healer did not say anything. Uh, oh, okay, that's no worries, no worries. We classify ships here by um looks, and we'll probably be able to tell yours apart from some of the others, so no worries. As a piece just... <laughs> falls off in the background. Brilliant. This is a bit of a stitched design of a, a Shriek ship, if that helps with any sort of uh, classification a on our shriek? registration. Or a Shrike. Shriek. Really? Shrek. 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 I don't know what I said. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't know. What did you say? Uh, what you did can, anybody you say? can call us the Birdcage. Shrek ship. Bur- oh, the Birdcage. The, sh- the, sh- the Shrek Bird ship, all right. We're shaped like a bird. No worries, no worries. We have a bird aboard. That's not bad. Until we get something better, Absolutely. which hopefully will no, be soon. But I, you know, I, I don't hate that name, actually. Yeah, with a, with a bird cage. Uh, she scratches it out. Wonderful, no worries. Okay, bird cage ship currently. Uh, oh, we're having a light day. It looks like you guys are 20th in line. If you want to make your way inside as punctually as you can and make it through check-in, we'll have the ship in line for you to hold your spot. Thank you so much. It's so lovely to meet you. Wonderful. Thank Likewise, you. Likewise, have a great day. Uh, I'm so but, sorry. We didn't get your name. Don't worry. I'm not important. Oh. All right. But uh, how long do you think it'll take approximately? Like, 
20 <laughs> minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. Well, luckily it's a very slow day, so check-in should only about like 40 minutes. 40 minutes, 20 right. to 40, we usually tell people to get here ahead of time. Okay, okay, okay. I love it when you meet someone and they know that they're not the main character in, in their own story. <laughs> you know, I met, we just asked what her yeah. name was and she said, don't even worry about it. You're never going to see me again. And I appreciate the efficiency. I don't even wear a name badge anymore. <laughs> Why would you? Phenomenal. Well, Great. Um, it's been well, a see, now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that we know we're never going to meet you again, now we definitely want to know uh-huh, your name. Uh huh. The most direct. Sam, I want to know everything about this character. Everything. You said we had about 40 okay, minutes, so right? So she's got it. Huh? You said we had about 40 minutes, right? So you want to pop a score? <laughs> <laughs> Healer goes, oh truth or dare? Yeah, tell us about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Entire bonus content episode? Is that where this is going? <laughs> All right, everyone. Truth or oh. dare? If you want to hear <laughs> this conversation, you got to jump into our Patreon. You got to get behind the paywall. Oh my god. You got to Venmo me at lit. Patreon. Oh, you gotta jump on our Paltreon, sorry. You guys make your way off your ship, just gently jumping down to the surface of this particularly large asteroid in the junk belt. Before you is a grand, grand entrance. Initially going through the doorway, it peels off to the left and right. In the very middle, a large wall with a beautiful mural, probably like eight by 10 feet. And before you stands a miniaturized masterpiece of the view from outside, the view from light years away of Orion's junk belt, softly with all its crap and bits and bobs floating around a black backdrop, only highlighted by the debris and accretion disk from around it. Down in the very corner, you see a miniaturized painting of the building you're in, launching ships as little dashed lines off into the event horizon. There you also see a stylized swirl of paint gesturing and showing the trajectory into the black hole. Down in the very corner, an artist's signature that you don't recognize. But this is a masterpiece adorning the lobby of a massive space airport. It oh. felt lawless. It did. It did. It felt like the lawless black hole space time of an airport. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing to mention, just above the mural and above the entranceway, you see the sign for the Stephen Hawking's long-range launcher. I'm sorry, Stephen Hawking's exists in this world? Is he Amazing. a hawk? Is he a hawk man? <laughs> I love this world. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephen Hawking's. Yeah, he was a... Uh... Uh, well, Doctor, why don't you tell us more about Mr. Hawkins? Oh, uh, of course, of course. Let's see. If I remember correctly, he is from four... No, it must have been more than that. Somewhere around seven billion years ago in a human realm, a subset. Yes, he was quite influential for their society. Really? Became known further on. Most scientists and scholars are. Man, in seven billion years, and his name still lives up to this day. I was just well, going to say... That's fascinating. That's longer than elven lifetimes. That's yeah. longer than civilizations. Exactly, yeah. To have that much recognition, the man must have been brilliant. I assume it was a man or was it a woman? I didn't mean to uh, assume that. Honestly, we're not sure. It's been Let's lost see. to time. So the Stephen Hawking, is that why it says SH Long Range Launcher? Yes, 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 yes. This, this one's one of the best facilities on the junk belt as well. It's most notorious for its highest successful launch rate. That makes a lot of sense. I was confused why it was saying the schlong range launcher, but now it makes a lot more sense. Wow, so. what's a schlong? <laughs> oh, yeah, you poor dwarves. My, well. What is a schlong? Sit down, my boy. We do have 40 minutes. <laughs> what is that? Well, healer, when a... And as that conversation continues, we make our way inside. Wait, hang on. I do want to say this joke. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, healer, when a... Male, whatever you are, and a female. Oh, do you have gender? Are you? What are you? I still don't know. Fascinating. We're gonna have to to figure this out at some point. Healer, <laughs> say penis. Penis. 
penis. <laughs> I think this is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> you like, you laugh like you know what that is. Do you know what that is? Should I say it louder? No. Absolutely. Penis! Yes. Like, a couple heads Dad, turn. what have you done? A couple heads turn inside uh, the queuing systems. Uh, not too bad, but you see a couple just like kobold and other... <laughs> Other gif, <laughs> elves, barbarians, adventurers, and the like are all confused. Sam, Sam, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but I need you to have somebody respond by saying penis. <laughs> yeah. I, I need you all to roll perception checks. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled an 18. Uh, 14. Eight. Okay. Okay, then, Dell, you barely make it out. Alabaster, you definitely hear it. And healer, I'm so sorry. You miss out on the penis <laughs> from somewhere off to the side. Oh, no. What have we done? Healer didn't hear the echo back because healer was saying it to themselves. Penis. <sighs> I like being back <laughs> on civilian soil. Oh, goodness. All right. And with that, totally not now the center of attention in the Schlong range launcher. You guys make your way into the queue. The queue's moving very quick. There's only 19 ships ahead of you, probably only four people ahead of you in line. And you guys make your way up to the front. Uh, a friendly-faced fellow GIF is standing behind the desk, fully done up in uniform with the little flight attendant hats and everything. Uh, as you approach, she says, Good evening. How can I help you? How many are traveling today? Uh, hello, we're uh, here for uh, getting passage to Fort Port. We have uh, four souls and a uh, automaton. Wonderful. Have you recently had your ship weighed? No, but... No worries, uh, we'll put is, you uh, in the weighing line. It is a little bit lighter than your average ship. Uh, we do not claim any cargo of sorts. Thank you, sir. Anything to declare? Uh, yes, uh, please be careful with the ship. A stiff breeze could tear us apart. I assure you we are of the utmost care here. Alright, uh, nothing to declare besides what we are carrying on our persons. Wonderful, that's alright. Okay, are we traveling for pleasure, business, adventure, or scheming today? Uh, currently not pleasure, that's for sure. Uh, I'd say this is business. Definitely business. Business. Lovely. Are all members of your party assured in their free will? Penis. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Uh, I think what my, uh... <laughs> Gelatinous uh, friend here was showing you was the right. full extent of the free will that they are living uh, in. Good, I suppose. <laughs> the sentience of the blob of goo was in question, so I'll put a check there. Are all other members of your traveling party uh, of free will and assured in it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I believe... Uh, Alabaster, you were... Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, I'll just put yes, yes then. Yes, okay. And, uh, okay. I uh, do have an elemental familiar. Is that a problem? Oh. No, no problem at all. It's only a problem if they're under the age of three, if they are bioluminescent, or... And she's just slowly reading. I have a rock. Wonderful. I am thrilled for you. I mean, she is made of fire, so her biology does emanate light. Does that count as bioluminescent? Not that my pay grade would suggest. Okay, lovely. <laughs> then we're fine. Lovely. I have to say, you went from being my least favorite NPC <laughs> to my favorite <laughs> in one line. <laughs> I, I want that, like, Pokemon Not Universe thing pay where pay there's grade. one of her everywhere. Yes. 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 She's our new Nurse Joy. Oh, I want God, her yeah. everywhere. All right. Is everyone up to date on their radiation vaccines? Oh. I'm sorry, what? Yes, of course. Wonderful. Check. All right. And which flute will we be traveling to today? Uh, we're going to Fourport? Four, yeah, Fourport. Wonderful flute, A1320. I'm sorry, you say a flute, though. What is a flute? Flute. Don't worry, the safety video will answer all questions. It's like a hole. I have one of those. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Lindsay, you have to tone it down. My nephews are going to hear this. I also... <laughs> <laughs> 
How is this the move? Wow. Great. Yeah, yes, you're right. that is the mouth. Ugh, right. Remember when I said PG-13? Mm-hmm. I put the same thing. I put the same thing. But, you know, my version of PG-13 is... Penis! Penis, yeah. <laughs> and finally, I take it due to your... Your questions, none of you are up to date on the latest safety videos in the last 80 days. Uh, no. You're correct. <laughs> Lovely. All right, then you just have to complete the ship weighing and the safety videos before entering the event horizon. Please follow the green lines on the floor to the safety video room. Thank you for flying with us. And she just big grin. Totally not forced. <laughs> I like her. May I say, you've been lovely. Why, thank you, sir. I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm sure you do. The green line on the floor takes you guys further into the airport-like structure. Around you, you start seeing the presence of the equivalent of a TSA here, the brown-ranked members of the Astral Alliance. Uh, all of them in their sharp uniforms all covered in astral camo camo type pattern except for like blues and purples and pinks all swirling together to match the astral sea oh cool they're all around functioning in a similar way to our human tsa with the same level of affection as our human tsa not all tsa workers <laughs> just wanted to get that out there <laughs> Following the line, you eventually make your way to a large boxed-off room, and you see the screen just flash a few more images with a few more patrons in there. Uh, as the finishes, there's a final title card, uh, and they all stand up and file out of the room. I guess it's our turn. You make your way in, find the most comfortable, least comfortable seat around, just as the lights dim slightly in this glass room. Doesn't really help, it's a glass room. And the <laughs> video begins with a little do-do-do-do, black hole travel. Hi, I'm some famous person in this world, and I'm here to talk to you about black hole safety. In today's presentation... Hi, some famous person in this world. I don't think it's live. Listen, you have to, un you have to understand. I'm five years old. I barely understand how these things work. I'm like four days old. <laughs> all right, well, we're not all as brilliant as you, Healer. Calm down. I have the astral of here, this blob here and, and this mandatory bullshit here <laughs> <laughs> i'm just deadpan staring forward we're talking the whole time oh yes in <laughs> i'm leaning forward to this row of seats in front of us just also like to take this moment to thank you with my head against the chair and placing your trust in our ability to get you to your destination as many of you know much of the commerce of the inner region of the universe relies on travel into the black hole. Cheesy home-edited screen cut. Inside the black hole, we have discovered many gravitational flutes, creating pockets of stable space. As they gesture with their hands, another cheesy screen cut. Within these flutes, many societies, towns, and villages have flourished, discovering natural and unnatural resources due to the unique nature of gravity and time within the black hole's horizon. Cheesy smile, screen wash. We here strive for the safest and highest possible success rate of inter-black hole and accretion disk travel. Here at the SH Long Range Launcher, oh, we... Oh, it's SH Long Range. <laughs> here at the SH Long Range Launcher, our success rate of 96.8% has gotten many travelers, both for commerce and pleasure in and out of the black hole event horizon. What in happened to the rest of them? Dale just mimes holding up a, like a circle with one hand and the finger just going straight into the circle. You guys see up on the they screen is sex? Didn't we do that earlier to the guy with the eye? No. What? <laughs> no. Oh, with the ship, with the ship. I understand what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> I was going to have a lot of questions oh, for you two about what, what was meant. happening while I no. was on that while I was on my asteroid. You know what? This is important what she's saying right here. As you guys are talking about this, the door slides open and you you just see a gaggle of 
astral elf, human, satyrs coming in in full, like, heavy coat jackets, pants, carrying skis and the like. And they're like, oh, yeah, and just loud and rambunctious. All right, guys, here we are. This is fucking video. You serious? Video? All right, whatever. Bro! And they come and they'll just sit down in the room behind you guys. Oh, what are you all here for? Yo, dude! How's it hanging? Are you going to Fallport? Dude, we are! Oh, alright. Uh, sick, what are you going for? Obviously the slopes, man. Oh. Us too, clearly. Man? Yeah. What's what's the best slope to go for? That one question has launched them into an entire internal argument about which one is the best one. No, 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 it's gotta be the whale rap. No, bro, endless cycle. Endless cycle. What do they mean by slopes? When they say slopes, what are they saying? wants to shoot himself. <laughs> There's so much noise in here. Uh, as you guys turn back to the television, you realize there's a whole portion of the video that just went. And then, of course, that is why your acknowledgement today for this inter-black hole travel is a sign of your accepting of the risks of the three-point-something chances of instant deceasing. We can, however, what? give you our... Hey, something important. No, I it's fine. They always With say that, but no, it, like, rarely happens. Like, I've only heard about it, like, maybe 10 or 15 times. It's fine. That's as many as I can count. That is fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, that's one for all of... Uh, healers. Never mind, healer does not have fingers. I can make some for you if you'd like. What? You can? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> healer, healer, can you be more than just a blob? I can change my shape. Can you make legs? Can you make a head? Healer, what else can you do? I'm sorry, I need all of you to shut up. I turn to the, um, to the, the ski bros who are all arguing. I need all of you to shut up for a second. This is amazing. They, they're all like, what, what, what? But then as you turn around and do that, you realize that the satyr is like, whoa, dude, is totally locked in on what's happening right now. And we're in an audio format, Lindsay. You can't just make a noise and do a shape, a, sim, a thing with your hands. What are you doing? I was doing? hoping you would describe what you wanted to see. I want to see a head and two legs and fingers. That's it. You got it, dude. So, like, where are you from? Says the satyr. I don't know. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I mean, I also don't know where I'm from, but I can remember the last thing I can remember. What's the last place you can remember being? Dark. That's deep. Dark? Like, were you in the Astral Sea? I don't know. Were you inside someplace? Ew. I don't know. Okay, well... Uh, Healer grows another limb while they're talking. Yo, what else can you turn into? Okay, I think that's uh, enough there, my friend. Uh, tell me, is there like a, a library or a historian somewhere on Fourport that we might be able to go to? A what? Uh, you know, a place with books, a place with knowledge, a place with history. Nah, bro. I don't know, and just like loses interest at the thought of books and turns around back to his bros. Alright, well, never mind. Great. Um, Turning back to the video, uh, another section has gone by as you now see a diagram up on the screen. It's still on? Your flight assistant will enhance you with our custom magic to guide you on your trajectory. Gesturing up to something that's clearly the, the actress on the screen cannot see. Good old, like, anchor news green screen style. Then you will be able to safely make the launch around our nearby sun. This sun, while amazing in its own right... You guys see the proper, like, image of the sun as it's, like, collapsing partially in a solid stream of solar mass making its way into the black hole horizon. You will launch around this sun to gain speed and momentum to then get in at a high enough velocity. Clearly just reading off of some teleprompter in the background. <laughs> Follow the dotted line that your Spelljammer should be able to see with the Arcana. Please make sure you can see this dashed line before you leave. Thank you again for flying at the Stephen Hawking's Long Range Launcher. Oh, thank God. Is it done? Goodbye, and safe travels. Do, 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 do. 
All right, I hope you were paying attention. That last part had some uh, angles that you had to very specifically follow. So, uh, Wait, what? I think we're good to go. Uh, I think now we're just waiting for our ship to be called, and then we can uh, skip it about poop out of here. Oh, shit. Where's Hubel? Oh, hello. Oh, God. What behind where, me? Where, where were you? Oh, I've been here the whole time. Check this oh, out. You and cannot you see... sneak up on me like that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I've just been carbon dating your parchment. What? You t- he's got a little kit out on his lap, and he's literally doing, like, chemical tests on a little corner that he took off of it. I'm sorry. Give me that. All right. Sorry. Sure. No worries. The DM made this special for me. Do you know how long he spent making this? He got out his quill set and dipped it in ink every time he burnt the edges. <laughs> Great. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. How, old, <laughs> how old did you say this was? The parchment? Yes. Uh, somewhere around 1,700 years old. I'm, I'm narrowing it down now. Uh, as that happens, the door opens up uh, on the opposite side of the room, and a tabaxi walks in and says, Thank you all. If you'll come this way, you can now return to your ships and wait in line for your launch. Uh, let's see. The... We're the, uh, we're the bird cage. Ah, bird cage. You're currently fourth in line if you want to make your way back to the, your ship. Great. You're um, in line number three on the far, and he gestures to one side of the building. That line number side. Three, all right, and we're fourth in line. Good, good, good. All right. Um, what? Y'all looking at me. What? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm just looking over this. This says, what is the price of discovery if all you learn is placed in the hands of a ruler bent on war? Did I do a war? <laughs> Well, I mean, thus far with the ruins as well, it's likely, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a boring love letter. Well, no, I thought I was given a second chance at life because I had saved people, not because I had killed them. Why the hell have I been resurrected? Ah, these are the questions we ask ourselves. But uh, if you don't mind, we gotta what? we gotta head over. Our ships are uh, gonna be taking off in just a few. So, uh, uh, whatever existential crisis you got going to on, you? if we could have it on the ship, that'd be great. Cause is you uh, kind of got to fly. So, uh, is that to you? I um for you? Ember, Ember. It's from one of his great Ember, ancestors. Ember, help me, help me, ah. Ember. Uh, and I think uh, Alabaster's really, like, got jelly legs and is t- almost having a panic attack um, right now as he's walking with you guys to the ship. Not paying attention to your surroundings, you come around a corner and just, like, bump chests with a hard metal surface. Just... You look up and see a black, just armored face in front of you. Oh, um... Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, you caught me at a bad moment there. Um, I did not mean to run into you, my friend. Uh, please. <laughs> After you. No response. How big is this face? This is a fairly large creature. On, on, or not large, large, but on par with the just broad largeness of, uh, Dell here. Uh, hello there. Does this look like this is a creature that's, um, like, is this a suit? You... Or is this like an autonome? Is this like a being made of metal? Definitely not an autonome. And the metallic, almost obsidian surface of it, you're, it's not a really easily identifiable surface. You look up and down the plated body, spikes coming off of its shoulders, two blue beady eyes on what looks like a like pressed down helmet over the top. Del, you're going to definitely know what these bad boys are oh. uh, as it stands there. Solemn and silent, staring back at you. Hey, okay. uh, Flyboy, just uh, leave them alone. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna um, say much. They, um, <laughs> Zodars, uh, yeah, just walk around him. Zodars are mysterious entities of the universe, uh, said to be made by the gods, said to be made by destiny itself. These things don't talk, they don't act, they don't do anything. They are just there. Is legends say that they will take action in the fateful moments of the universe, uh, uh, but elsewise they've just been watchers for basically all of known history. Uh, my, uh, my apologies, Zodar. I, uh, uh, huh, um, I think I continue past it. Continuing through the wonderfully polished hallways. I look does, back at it. Does it look elvish at all? No, it. Doesn't look much of any particular species. No, I mean, species. like, of elven craft? No. No? Okay. Nope. Mm. 
Looking back, though, you do notice that it did just turn to watch your party walk away. And you notice, you didn't from up close, that it's just hovering off the ground, maybe like three quarters of a foot off the ground, just just gently bobbing up and down by an inch. Yeah, uh, Zelda are a bit of a weird thing. They've uh, they've been around as long as I can remember, but they, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, they don't really do much. They just sort of... Um, Ah, uh, we had a bit of a joke uh, back in the day. We just called them uh, wanderers of sort, kind of like uh, just wandering sheep. They didn't really do much, didn't really say anything. They just wander around, maybe hoping one day that destiny will call them or the gods will say to something, blah, 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 something. Well, they're so. truly an anomaly. Like, I don't know any historians, architects, or cultures even that the Zodar match with. They're quite an enigma. Uh, fascinating. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a moment alone once we get to the ship. Uh, um, I mean, my opinion. Here's my opinion. I always thought that maybe there was like a race of something out there that built this whole line of automatons that was supposed to have some sort of purpose. But then that planet died, and now all these automatons are just wandering around the universe with nothing to do. They're a mistake, oh. is my opinion. Then the question becomes, who is the creator? Yeah, whoever it is, they're long gone. Otherwise, uh, someone would come by to collect them at some point, right? True. Yeah, right. Or what? update? Yeah, or say something. Repair? Update them, or at least just, like, tell somebody, of like, hey, I'm looking for my automaton. There's about a couple billion of them. You ever seen them around? But no one said a thing. You and Hubel back and forth about this and at one point you even see him pull out a list of things to research and just write down Zodar onto his list. Uh, you guys make your way back outside. You take the external stairs on the building up to the very roof up top where all the ships are lined up and making their ways to the back of the building. Your ship there indeed with the little fay fairy up on top. Hello welcome back. Your ship is here totally as you left it. Uh, do you have any questions? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. Do you know anything about Zari 10? Zari 10? Uh, I'm, uh, so, I'm so sorry, uh, sir. No, I think my, you might my be apologies. Mistaken. My apologies. Uh, there, there's only Zari 8. Really? Huh. Uh, my mistake, then. Um, so sorry. Uh, thank you for all your help. Oh, of course. My pleasure. Go ahead and get into your ships. Get settled. Get secure. You are... Boosh. Third in line. Oh, all right. Um, how much piloting am I going to have to do? Oh, you're the spell jammer? Yes. Wonderful. When you make it to the front of the line, just make sure you let the monodrone know. He will equip you as necessary and you'll be on your way. Uh, 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 monodrone, thank you. Uh, is that like the Zodar that we just met? Oh, no, no, no. Monodrones and Zodar are completely different. You can talk to a modron. Oh, um, all right. Fascinating. Uh, anybody else have questions for our friend here? Oh, I think we're good. Uh, same thing as usual. Uh, nope. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> a few other helpers on top of the building grab a mobile ladder, helping you get a little bit up. Your ship isn't landed at the moment. It's just hovering right above the roof of the entire building. You guys climb the steps up onto your main deck. You guys see just ahead of you, there's two ships in line. One of them is next to a little floating sphere, it looks like, uh, as it is slowly getting lowered down off the back end of the building. You're, uh, you're a little lost there. Oh, uh, sorry. Mm. Yeah. Um, you ever have something that you uh, just believe about yourself and then find out it's absolute bullshit? <laughs> You fabricated. Eh. I'm just, I'm just having a, having a moment. No, I'll be, I'll be fine. No, I mean, I have. Um, I mean, there was a time where I believed in something, and then, uh, well, life just sometimes kicks you a little bit. So, uh, yeah, things change. Yeah. That's it. Seems like it's going to. Uh, I'm sure I'll be fine after some space. Cool. All right. Looks uh, like I'm about to get all the space I need, huh? Eh? <laughs> Woo! 
you guys here over the side of the building, over the crest of one of the asteroids. <laughs> there's a just shrieking menace as you guys see a damselfly ship, a spell jamming ship shaped like a dragonfly, legs, wings, and all in the head. As you see a crudely painted on pirate flag on the side comes sweeping up and sweeping over the horizon. You definitely haven't seen these guys before, as this pirate crew seems to be entirely made up of Aarakocrans. Uh, different colors, different plumage, uh, but a whole ship of them, and they do not look friendly, armed to the teeth. The Damselvice ship has been modded up and down the sides with spikes, extra weaponry. This thing is meant for battle. Oh, let me guess. The captain's a parrot? No. <laughs> He's a flamingo. Why do you ask? <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> I like that. That's great. As you guys are uh, 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 and just about to step forward, uh, you just hear a... <laughs> Would the owners of the damselfly ship in line three please leave the line? You just hear a... Ah, nope, 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 nope. Fuck your buddy. <laughs> Oh, just give just give it a second. This is gonna be real funny. This is your final warning. Something starts rumbling. Oi, mate! You just picked a bad time to fuck around with me. But if you want to find out, wait, 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 wait hold, on, oh, hold on. Someone's got a loudmouth back there. Are the we rumbling fighting? grows. Are we fighting? Yeah. Fuck, like we might be. Yeah, someone's taking our place in line while we waited like we were supposed to. Oh, no. I'm sorry, buddy, but uh, finders keepers. Did you uh, even watch the video? I guess that laws just mean fucking nothing here. The rumbling grows even more. <laughs> a shadow envelops your ship. A decent little distance away, but just close enough that you can still appreciate the breadth of the magnitude, casting a shadow from the sun falling into the black hole. What you guys thought was a massive chunk of rock, unlike, or junk, like every other rock and piece of crap that you guys have been flying by, is not. It turns over, and you see gun barrels, you see panels, you see the massive insignia of the Astral Alliance. You see this asteroid slash pile of just metal and bits. Turns out that was just the bottom of the ship, because nobody makes the underside of anything pretty. But as it turns around, you guys see the miles and miles across Dreadnought class Astral Alliance vessel. Boy. Denoted across the side. This. Can someone dwarves. tell me what that says? Uh. That is a Dreadnought class ship for the Astral Alliance. Oh, jeez. That's like the second smallest of their ships. Mm hmm. What? Smallest? Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever seen Tarask class ships. This one is. Tarask, okay. Um, uh, Alabaster doesn't know a ton about the world, but knows what a freaking Tarask is. What's a Tarask? Uh, Tarask is a big, big, scary monster, and if that is, uh, if that type of ship is the smallest, then, <laughs> then that is ooh. the second smallest. All right. Well, um, it is no joke. They get bigger after that one. Well, I'm glad we watched the fucking video, eh? <laughs> As the ship finishes turning into position you see the ship's mostly round it is so big to the point where these things have to be designed with their own gravity in mind that it can be less ship shape but there's like vaguely ship features on the top sides and back to sh at least show a direction of front and back as it turns to show the port side of this ship you guys see bay doors swing open you see panels slide to the side as just a series of cannons and ballistas and ballistas take aim. Oh, boy, howdy. Everybody might want to take some cover. <gasps> oh, uh. <laughs> uh, just ahead of you guys, you all of a sudden now see that that pirate ship... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everybody gets below deck. Everybody is freaking out, like, dur, 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 just battle stations. You can hear, like, internal alarms of their ship going off as they're figuring it out. The wings kick into high gear as it takes off straight 
up from where your direction is, and you, the siren's still going. It only takes one more second before all the cannons, all the ballistas, and all everything on one side of this ship is now aimed at this damselfly vessel. And they fire. They fucked around. They found out. What happens to the uh, ship? Okay, so... Before the game, I did roll for this attack to save us a little bit of time at the table. Out of the 68 D10 of damage, 51 D10 hits this ship. Oh my god. Firing from two gigantic cannons, four ballistas, and eight ballistas. There's no way this thing survives. On one side of this ship. Oh my god. I'm going to need everybody's hand because I've got I've got 10d10 behind me on the table. If you guys want to give me a hand with rolling this. Before yeah. Sam rolled, we got over th- 200 for sure. Maybe Absolutely. 300? I did over 100 by myself. You did over 100 by yourself. I did over 100 by myself. I don't think I did. Okay, well, we did more than 200, and that's a lot. Remember yesterday when I said that I had rolled the most damage I'd ever rolled in D&D? Topped it. Topped it already. <laughs> and we're episode, what, three? Yeah. Four? To be fair, this one wasn't your damage, but I'm glad that's you enjoyed true. rolling it. That's true. Okay, so don't provoke these guys, is what you're saying. Just a little bit. Cool. Okay. 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 Coming back in. <sighs> the cannons fire. The ballistas shoot. The ballistas launch. You see a menagerie of various, also magically enhanced shots come firing from one side of this huge, gargantuan ship. Some fly by, but a hell of a lot of them make contact. Boom, snaps, the wings are gone, the legs are gone, the center of the ship splits in half, screaming and flapping Aarakocran just abandon ship and flap for their damn lives as there is nothing, just scraps left and a few Aarakocran that managed to make it away. Well, I remember there being a ship there. <laughs> this ship, this damselfly ship with 200 health, takes a collective 368 damage. Oh, one more. One oh more. <laughs> one more. Oh no! You did it! You did oh it! Oh my god. No. Oh my god. So, uh, uh, we don't want these people as our enemies? Uh. Is that right, Del? Healer <laughs> starts packing up some of their stuff. I'm gonna go over there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Healer, no, 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 no. Stay, stay. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yes, don't mess with one of those ships. Whew. Oh no, I'm gonna move on. I'm there. There. Okay. It's not that impressive on the... I mean, yes, it is very impressive. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I thoroughly enjoy the complexity of these ships, but ah, it's a complicated story. Let's just let's just get on our ship and go to Fourport, please. Okay, uh, that was amazing. Are we clear to go? I don't want to get shot, but... Uh, with another familiar... A lot closer, you guys see the ship that had just been lowered off of the back of the building. You see it launch off at immaculate speeds, a blur, circling around the sun, and sure enough, in less than a minute, making it up to the event horizon of the black hole, anticipation building, and you just see it go... in a fiery explosion that just fades, as if paused in time, and just disappearing into the black backdrop. Uh... What?! Yeah, the odds of that happening are pretty low, so uh, the fact that it just happened right in front of us, yeah, we're Del, good to go. Del, mm. I've never flown, I've flown a ship starting today. Mm. Oh, you'll do great. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just follow the path, like they said. We I have. cast guidance on myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> yep, whatever you need. <laughs> filling you, you need? with confidence? Filling you with... Mm? Yeah, I think I just go, um... All right, Alabaster, uh... You might... 
be a uh, tyrant king who's been resurrected, uh, and you might have led to the downfall of your entire people. You might be a lot of things, but for now, you are a spell jammer, and you are going to fly around this sun yeah, without right. exploding. Oh, absolutely. That's that way Ooh. you do it. Yeah. As soon as you finish your self-confident speech, the ship ahead of you... Bales and leaves. You're first in line now. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. We don't have to wait. That's great. Okay. All okay. right. You pull forward towards the little floating ball shape, but the oh, but the ball shape has eyes. The ball shape has legs. The ball shape is a modron, specifically a monodrone, the first of the modron species. As you guys pull up, it says, "Hello. How can I help you today?" Uh, we're going to go into uh, Fourport, if you don't mind. We would love to not explode. Wonderful. We cannot assure that. That is up to your spell jammer. <laughs> That's going to be this one right over here. Wonderful. Okay. This has been a really bad 10 minutes for Alabaster. I just needed to be really clear. Alabaster came into this super cocky and in, I don't know, one session, man, am I terrified. You got humbled when your ass hit the ground in the temple. <laughs> You're gonna do great. Don't worry. I'm here with you. I'll guide you the whole way. I've done this literally hundreds of times. You should do this then. Oh, I can't. I don't have the spell. The the spell jammer helm. I can't do it. Destination set for flute A one three two zero. And plus the time it would take to attune to it, it was gonna. It would take too long anyways. I'm already. uh, And plus that one was only. uh, Attuned to you, so I mean, we're already here, might as well. I mean, the fire's already cooking, might as well uh, throw some stuff onto it. We might as well at this point. (laughs) Yeah! The the monodrone turning to you, Alabaster. Please prepare yourself for enchantment. Okay, okay. Oh, this will feel a little strange. Do I have to? What do you mean enchantment? Do I have to know this enchantment? A small compartment on the monodrone opens up as a rune comes out. He grabs the rune with one of his mechanical arms holds it up, running some arcane energy through his arm. It casts a five-foot radius spell on you. You all of a sudden feel a surge of presence and a surge in your senses as the rims of your vision get a almost like holographic-like tint or like the framing of a window. In the very center of your vision, you now see a little crosshairs. Oh my, okay. Please confirm if you can see the path. I see something. Turning to the front of the ship, you see a dashed line and a dot on it making its way up as a trajectory all the way into the distance and around the star into the black hole. I'm seeing a lot of things. This is all supposed to be uh, something I see right now? Yes, this is correct. Please follow the charted course, staying within two feet of the bubble. Two feet? Do you know how big our ship is? Sixty feet. All right, well, that answers that. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit easier because we're losing most of our ship, so we won't have to worry as much about the... Thank uh, you, Dell. Uh, you yeah. are so helpful in this moment. <laughs> a magnetic okay. surge. A magnetic... Or magical. A mag, magical magnetical. Whatever. Surge of energy reaches Ooh. up from the railgun-type structure, pulling you guys forward over the edge of the building and down in between these two massive rune-covered spikes of metal on either side of you guys. I'm actually sweating. Uh, I need a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> 20, 20 minutes, minutes later. Sam, I just gotta know. Are there are there high odds that I can kill us all right now in episode three? Pretty good ones. Okay. 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 I'm nothing if not realistic as a DM. Well, Great. Well, then... 3.2% chance of us exploding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, listeners, I'm really excited for us to get to start our uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> campaign that I was talking about. Because yep. fuck, our dude, second this is podcast. Horrible. Yep. Okay. 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 Players. Okay. Players. Yeah. Adventurers. Ready your d20s. Uh, all of us. Ember's gonna be giving me the help action on all of these. Okay. Great. You're locked in. Uh huh. You're loaded in. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The monodrone says, best regards for your voice. <laughs> Taking off before any of you have a chance to get below deck. Ooh. As you guys shoot off, everybody Ooh. give me a dexterity check. Okay. Saving throw, saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's a 19 and a 1 and a dexterity. I have plus 2. That's a 22. 22. I, I have a 25. 25. Sick. 
six. Del six. Del, the ship launches with such force, such fervor, that you immediately fall back on your ass prone onto the ground, taking four damage. Ow, Alabaster, I do need you to make a wisdom save as well. The surging energy, the surging feeling, your very mind connected to the entire ship is overwhelmed for your first day of spell jamming. Okay, I'm not very smart, but I am very wise. All right. So, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> I rolled a 17. You push through. You push through because the amount of light and sensory information is overloading your brain, but you hold it together. You hold it together, knocked on your ass. In addition, Hubel goes flying. He also gets knocked on his ass, thrown against the rear of the ship. Out the back? Not out the back. Okay. Still, he's there. He's still here. I was like, no. But he, he also takes five damage. Oh, no. He looks too flat fine. on a back wall, but having the time of her life. Hell yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the visual. That's amazing. Okay, perfect place to be. As you guys, within seconds, within moments, find yourself at the edge of the sun. The gravitational strength coming down on you guys, getting stronger and stronger to the point where it hurts, the point where it is pressing down on you with G's far more than any of you have felt before. Everybody give me a strength saving throw. Is the sun hot? Yes. Is it drying? Yes. I don't know if it really does affect me, but I think as a... Uh, an animated blob, I'm sure major amounts of dry heat is probably not you know, spectacular. Okay. Uh, I will say... Like, healer's gonna need a facial or something after as that. Far, <laughs> as far as heat goes, I think uh, Alabaster gets close to the sun and suddenly feels comfortable as he goes, oh yeah, my blood is practically fire. Like, I'm <laughs> fully in my element now. This is gonna be, like, I think he calms down a second. Is it okay. that moment where it like goes super slow-mo and you're like looking at the sun going like, yeah. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Your hair flowing. Uh, 19 plus one, dirty 20. And Ember rolled a 13 on strength. Well, I rolled a nat one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And okay. Dell and Caddy? Uh, Dell got a 24, whereas Caddy got a lovely seven. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Ember, healer, Caddy. No. All of you feel the true pressure coming down on you, dispersing. I guess all three of you into whatever the equivalent of your max puddle is. Uh, each of you is going to take 10 damage. Well, that's uh, almost half of Ember's health. <laughs> As you guys feel that pressure, Dell, you immediately clock. So does the ship. The ship, oh God, that was two tens. No, why? The ship on... 4d10 damage uh -huh. of stress from this what? ride is going to take 33 damage. No, 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 no. To restate the stakes of this situation, your decently beat up ship, if it was a normal, fully functioning Shrike ship would be at 250 health. Okay. Mm -hmm. For this encounter, we're starting it at 150. No. Uh, 150, okay. It is okay. now at 112. Are we doing a lot of these checks or are we good now? Only the journey will tell. Oh. As Alabaster, you look up just on the horizon as you come around, your enhanced senses coming off of the ship, coming into your head, hear, feel, sense a solar flare. Bridging up from the surface of the sun beneath you, crossing immediately in the dotted path that you can see. You have this split second choice to decide whether to go around or through it. The sun? The, the solar flare coming up, arcing away from the sun. <laughs> if I go around it, You'll I'm, go slower. And you'll lose momentum. And I won't be going... At the speed of the dot. And will I be going out of the two feet that they gave me as wiggle room? You'll have to catch up. Okay, uh, yeah, I... I'm already morsalized and <laughs> particleized. <laughs> you missed it. it. You just might as well it. just go. Just do it! Here's why I go. I'm a fucking phoenix horser. Yeah. I fly through these things all the time. You think this is the first thing, first time I've flown through... A solar flare, I, buddy. 
I don't worry about fire. I fully forget about the other people in the ship I'm piloting, though. Oh, God. Alabaster, you hold the nose of the ship tried and true to the dotted line. Healer, as Alabaster is steering, what's happening to your body? Healer was just misted by this G-force. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly, all the part, like all the little droplets of Healer are gonna start kind of falling and trickling down, kind of like rain on a window. Alabaster goes, Healer, no! Healer can't answer you right now. <laughs> Healer can't come to the phone right now. I'm dying. <laughs> Del, as you hear the creak and the crack of the ship, I'm just holding on to both sides of whatever what I can, just going. <laughs> okay, tried and true with all of you. The ship plows straight through the solar flare, taking 45 more damage. No. Oh my God. We have we have more than 100. We're at 67 hit points. Two left. more. Two more. Yeah. 67 no hit points. 67. <laughs> Damn it. I cast I cast cure wounds on the ship, but just work. for two. <laughs> Everybody on the deck of the ship, though, is also taking 15 damage from the solar flare. Oh wait. Whoa. That's what type of damage? Fire. How, wait, how much ah, resistance? How much okay. did you say? 15 damage. 15. Okay, That's great, great. Up. I do. I am the bosun. I can technically heal the ship real quick. I okay. can heal it. I think it's like 2D something that I can heal it for real quick. Perfect. Mid scene, Hubel also scampers his way across the deck, tail feathers ablaze. Healer is not feeling good. <laughs> Healer's fucking eight. Oh, okay. Hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Damage immunities. Immune to fire damage. Sam, was the last type of damage that we took also fire? First one was force. It was uh, gravity. Okay, never okay. mind. My bears are not doing it. <laughs> you guys make it around the end of the sun. The gravity eases off, as you, but you guys can feel, especially spell jamming the ship, you are at least four or five times faster coming out the other side. Oh. Just as... Just as the other wing snaps clean off. Oh. Does that affect our piloting at all? No. Not quite, but I would say as you guys zoom fast, speedily towards the event horizon, now would be the time for anything else you want to do before you hit that wall. Oh, yep. <laughs> yes. Are you doing something? <laughs> Healer's going to somehow form just like a little mound of themselves. And Healer's little blobby hand is going to use Hand of Healing and try to get some life back before we go shooming through the abyss. Uh, eight hit points are regained. Panning over to Del. Uh, I'm going to use my bow, uh, one of my bosun additional actions and do emergency repairs. I'm going to throw it around whatever I can, hold it real tight, and just kind of brace everything down, just going, hey, God, we're almost there. And I'm going to heal the ship for uh, 12 temporary hit points. Amazing. And it, do I just, like, it's real quick. I'm assuming that's all I can do. That's all you can do. Great. Alabaster, any final thoughts? <laughs> yes. Uh, do I want to do something to the ship? I mean, it hasn't been like doing anything to our AC, so I don't think I'm gonna do anything to our, to affect our shields. I think I'm just gonna go. All right, Alabaster, come on, you're the boss, you're the boss, you're the boss, you're the boss, and cast guidance on myself again. <laughs> All right, everybody, give me one last D20 roll. Uh, can Straight. Can Ember help me this time? Yes. Okay, great. Come on, come on, come on, come on. With initiative or no? Just straight D20 just roll. Straight uh, 16. Natural fucking 20. Okay, and natural 20. No! Oh my goodness. And see, that's why we don't roll nat 20s before the oh game, Tyler. Okay, okay, okay. It speeds on. The acceleration, faster, faster. You guys see it, the nothingness. You don't, it's nothingness. It gets closer and closer. It is in your entire field of vision and you hit the event horizon and explode. What? What? Flame everywhere, chunks what? of chip. What do you mean you we know? You want to run a nat that 20. No. The two of us got nat 20s. Hold on. You want to run Explain that one by me again. Explain yourself. End scene. <laughs> Is that where we're ending? Is that where we're ending? Are you serious? No! What? No, come on. I refuse.
players are Lindsay Bates as Healer, Tyler C. Giles as Dell, and Austin Myers as Alabaster. Our dungeon master and lead writer is Sam Bedford, and our exceptional production team is made up of Cody Bray as director and Jay Jolly as producer. For the rest of the credits, please check out the description, and we extend a massive thank you to everyone who helped make this podcast possible. This has been a Typical Tower Gaming production, and for myself and the whole team, thank you.